Welcome to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. I'm Steve Casillo with the October 11th. 2023, 193rd edition, always broadcasting from the Cellmark Studios. I'm here along with Colleen Daniel and the About Mansfield News team. Coming up today, it's Mansfield News, Sports, and Conversation. And a little later in the episode, you will have a chance to win a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice with our Mansfield trivia question, courtesy of Joe Jenkins Insurance. Let's take a look at the stories we're covering this week. Rose Park to get a facelift. We'll talk about it in a moment with the mayor. City Parks Department earns accreditation. Timberview High School unveils the Wolves' Zen Den. Three Mansfield ISD students are named semifinalists in the National Merit Scholarship Program. In sports, a dismal week for high school football in Mansfield. And in the talk segment, to commemorate Hispanic Heritage Month, Steve continues his conversation with Mariposas de Mansfield's Jay Sanchez and Natalie Rivas. We are Mansfield's only source for news and conversation. This is About Mansfield. Are you ready to create unforgettable memories? Picture this, an enchanting event venue nestled amidst breathtaking landscapes with panoramic views right here in Mansfield. The Grandview Event Center is the perfect setting to bring your vision to life. From intimate gatherings to large-scale extravaganzas, the Grand View has flexible spaces to accommodate any occasion, be it a graduation or school function, art exhibition, or birthday or anniversary party. Book your next unforgettable experience at thegrandviewmansfield.com. That's thegrandviewmansfield.com. The Grand View Event Center, where memories are made and dreams become reality. Book your event today. No matter your familiarity with buying or selling real estate, having an experienced, trusted advisor on speed dial is priceless. The Roger and Beth team of Century 21 Judge Fight is here to be that resource for you. Whether you're buying right here in Mansfield or your dreams are taking you elsewhere, we are ready to help you with turning that vision into a reality. To learn more, visit our website at homesinmansfield.com. That's homesinmansfield.com. Hi, this is Mansfield Chamber of Commerce CEO Lori Williams, and you're listening to About Mansfield. This portion of the news is brought to you by the Grand View Event Center. Welcome back to About Mansfield. The Mansfield City Council held a regularly scheduled meeting on Monday evening. The following opinions of those of Michael Evans may not necessarily reflect those of the Mansfield City Council, as we do every other Tuesday morning. Top of the morning. Michael Evans. And time of the morning to you. It's feeling good outside, isn't it? It's, uh, there's a little chill in the air. It's a good chill. Yes. Um, let's, get into, uh, let's get into what happened on Monday night. Uh, started off with uh, an award. It did. Uh, our meeting actually began with uh, giving out uh, Lifetime President's Volunteer Service Awards to the uh, HIM Center. That's our local food bank and the Mansfield Mission Center. Those volunteers have provided more than 9,000 volunteer hours in our city, actually even more. They did all of this in 2022, and they're doing an outstanding job even now as we speak. October, you recognize some of our uh, friends in the planning department. Yeah, we did. You know, we have so many unsung heroes in our city, uh, whether it's on our staff, folks out in the community. But yeah, uh, October was 
is proclaimed as National Community Planning Month. And uh, we just recognize the hard work of our planning staff. Uh, They managed to uh, protect the growth of our city and also uh, the aesthetics. They help to keep our city beautiful. And we do believe that we have uh, one of the most beautiful cities in the DFW area. Again, we're the garden spot of Texas, so Absolutely. we've got to look good. And they, that's what they do, and we appreciate uh, Jason Alexander and his entire crew of folks. Moving on, you went to the consent agenda and eight items. Uh, let's uh, touch on the— uh, How about the, the sexy ones? You the sexy ones. Okay, let's, uh, let's, let's do that. All right, so so we we did approve uh, eight consent agenda items. Uh, one was a, a contract for a construction manager for the expansion of the service center— Here's the sexy one. And our new animal shelter. Ooh, I we, like that. Me, listen, we've been talking about that for a long time. This is actually going to happen. And what I'm loving about it is I think it'll happen in my turn. <laughs> so I get a chance to see that and hopefully even to break ground on that. But it's going to be a state of the art. And uh, you know what? Our animals and our animal community, they deserve that. So we're going to move them out of the shack into a real nice uh, place. We also approved a contract. Now, this is not as sexy, but, you know, we approved a contract for a small batch uh, mix on-site concrete for miscellaneous citywide street and sidewalk repairs. Uh, you know, that's not as pretty, but yeah. we want to make sure that we have good streets and sidewalks and that they look good. So that's important. And also a $100,000 uh, development uh, review services uh, contract. Again, we're just trying to make sure that we have good streets and uh, we have a beautiful uh, animal shelter, uh, one that works for a growing city. And uh, we're feeling pretty good about the uh, things that uh, we approved on the consent agenda. All right. Looking down the uh, the rest of the agenda, the, uh, the next three items actually have a smile on my face. Number one is that Rose Park is getting a facelift. Let me tell you something. Rose Park is going to be absolutely fantastic. So uh, we approved a $1.5 million contract for the construction of a new parking lot and a drive at Catherine Rose Park. You know, I want you to be able to envision uh, our our expanded park where we're going to be relocating the basketball courts and things of that nature, basketball, volleyball courts. We're also going to, uh, hopefully we can have like like a, a story uh, telling along the trails uh, there in that area where you have little story telling stations. Yeah. So uh, we're, we're excited about uh, what Catherine Rose Park is going to look like. And you know as well as I do, it's one of the premier parks uh, and most popular parks in our city. And it's getting ready to be one of the finest looking parks in the state of Texas. Next up on the agenda, and I, I don't mean to rhyme this, but good news about ADUs. Good news about ADUs. Yes, I can rhyme with you, brother. Uh, the city approved regulations related to um, accessory dwelling units and residential accessory buildings. Here's the hope. We hope that in these uh, economic times, the times we're living in now, uh, with the uh, soaring housing market, that uh, uh, this change will provide more flexibility and diversity for Mansfield residents. That means that uh, you will be able to build to scale, not not something that doesn't fit uh, your property's footprint, but you you will be able to maybe build a uh 
we'll call them, let's say, a mother-in-law suite uh, in the back. And let's say also uh, you'll be able to uh, build a, a nice tool shed or something like that in your backyard that, um, again, will accommodate your needs. And in regard to the dwelling units, you know, kids are coming back home now. And I'm talking about grown kids. They never leave. They never leave. <laughs> Listen, I am a witness to that. Also, you know, as we as we age out, we can actually age in place uh, in our in our homes and yeah. uh, on our property. So uh, we're excited about that, sir. Uh, you concluded the evening with three items regarding downtown. Yeah, uh, we approved three items. Uh, that's related to economic development of historic downtown. Uh, so we want folks to get ready to uh, see some uh, townhomes for uh, purchase in the downtown area, additional retail and restaurants in the downtown area. We have made it our mission to make sure, to use your term, uh, to make downtown pop. We really mean that. We're lighting it up, and um, it's going to be a destination place. We believe that downtown sets the character for an entire city. I mean, sure. we think about Grapevine, Granberry, places like that. Well, guess what? People are going to uh, start saying, hey, have you been to downtown Mansfield lately? And uh, that'll give all of us something to smile about. And also, uh, people are able to come visit our city, drop some dollars here, and um, we all benefit from those sales tax dollars. Helps to keep our taxes lower. Can I do a little plug for some live music downtown? Go ahead. Of course you can. October 21st. It's been a long time coming. It's been a couple of years. Uh, yours truly will take the stage at Stevens Garden and Grill. You'll you'll hear the music because it's an outdoor stage as you're roaming around downtown Mansfield, or if you want to come on out and have a burger or a steak or something at Stevens, uh, six thirty to eight thirty. Saturday the 21st. Steve at Stevens. Steve at downtown. Stevens. Listen, it ought to happen that way. And you know what? Let me let me remind folks, Steve, if you don't mind, and yep. that is that uh, the uh, a public portion of our city council meeting, again, now begins at 6 p.m. Now, let me say this. All of our meetings are public. So if we start at 2 p.m., the public is invited. We start at 1 p.m., which might be the reality. Some of the work sessions, yeah. Listen, come and spend your time there. Listen to what's going on. You're able to offer uh, citizens' comments uh, during the uh, 6 p.m. portion, and we want to hear from you. And we believe that uh, this is more accommodating for individuals getting off work, for our students, those who attend school here in the area. And uh, we just want to be more uh, efficient in what we get to do, sir. And, of course, everything's online. So if you're at work at 1 or 2 in the afternoon, I can't get there. You can you can watch the stream. Mansfield, go to mansfieldtexas.gov and you can see the whole kit and caboodle. You can see all of it. <laughs> go forth. Have a great day. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Uh, Michael Evans had today a moment with the mayor on about Mansfield. Thank you so very much. I will see you then. The Mansfield Parks and Rec Department achieved a significant milestone this week by earning an accreditation from the Commission for Accreditation of Park and Recreation Agencies, or CAPRA. The distinction may seem obscure to most, but holds immense importance within the parks industry, as less than 2% of all parks agencies in the country can boast of this achievement. The accreditation meticulously evaluates practices, policies, operations, and management, along with the level of services provided.
Though not widely known to the masses, this accomplishment is crucial and reassures residents that they are receiving top-notch services from the Parks and Rec Department. On the heels of Tuesday's World Mental Health Day, Timberview High School has launched the Wolves Zen Den, a therapeutic calm room space for students to reset and go back to class when individuals experience wellness needs. A calm room is a supportive, therapeutic environment where students can go to focus on self-calming efforts and learn to self-regulate their bodies and their emotions. Calm rooms feature quiet spaces with low stimulation decor and fixtures, soft furniture and carpet, and other materials that reduce stress and foster positive coping techniques. Calm spaces can reduce negative student behaviors, create stronger relationships between staff and students, boost student learning, improve student self-esteem, and reduce stress on students and staff. Timberview's Wolves Zen Den is a collaborative effort with Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, the Mansfield ISD Education Foundation, and the Cook Center for Human Connection, a nonprofit dedicated to mental health and suicide prevention with schools and families. Three Mansfield ISD students are among the less than 1% of high school students in the country to be named semifinalists in the National Merit Scholarship Program. Congratulations to Jeremy Jennings and Vincent Wynn from Lake Ridge High School and Dylan Long from Mansfield High School on this prestigious achievement. Out of more than 1.6 million entrants nationwide, only 16,000 students are selected as semifinalists. In February 2024, 15,000 of those students will be named finalists. About half of those finalists will win a National Merit Scholarship worth thousands of dollars. Finalists must have an outstanding academic record, an endorsement by a high school official, write a compelling essay, and possess SAT scores that confirm the student's performance on the qualifying test. It was an 0-4 weekend in high school football, and we'll talk about it, because sports is next. Imagine a city where innovation knows no bounds, where dreams take flight, and the future unfolds before your very eyes. Welcome to Mansfield a beacon of growth and a testament to vision. In the heart of Mansfield, a remarkable transformation is underway. But it's not just about the physical landscape. It's about the spirit that drives us forward. A spirit of collaboration that bridges cultures, a spirit of entrepreneurship that fuels prosperity, and a spirit of community that binds us as one. Mansfield is more than just a place. It's a canvas where diversity paints the picture of progress. From art festivals that ignite creativity to tech hubs that redefine boundaries, this city celebrates every voice, every passion. Mansfield, where growth knows no limits and the vision is limitless. Brought to you by the unstoppable spirit of the Mansfield Economic Development Corporation. In sports, as the old saying goes, if you're going to lose, lose big. And that's exactly what the Mansfield ISD teams did this past week with four losses and no wins. The blowout of the week was DeSoto routing the 1-5 legacy Broncos 64-3 in front of a homecoming crowd Friday night at Newsom. In similar fashion, Midlothian Heritage dismantled Summit 42-7. The Jags now fall to 3-3 on the season. Your Mansfield Tigers took their first loss of the season to Cedar Hill 47-14, dropping their record to 5-1. The two Tiger touchdowns were pass plays to receivers Junior Lincoln Ellington and Senior 
Dylan Prescott, but it was senior running back Marquise Hubbard who logged over 100 yards with 15 carries, totaling 104 yards. Elsewhere, Lakeridge remains winless with a loss to Dallas Skyline, 35-20. The undefeated Timberview Wolves had the week off. Games on tap this week include Thursday night, Timberview plays an away game at Molina, and your Mansfield Tigers host, Duncanville, at Newsom. Friday Night Lights, Legacy takes on Waxahachie at Newsom, while Summit travels to Corsicana, and Lakeridge hits the road to DeSoto. Taking a look at the highs and lows around the state this past week, Morgan defeated Iredell 107-82, and Founders Chapel Academy nipped the Atlas Rattlers 6 nothing. The biggest goose egg in the state, Austin LBJ routed Austin LASA 82 nothing. If you have a comment about the show, the news, whatever's on your mind locally, the good, the bad, the ugly, what's on your mind, you can reach us by voicemail at 817-435-2938. Again, that's 817-435-2938. And speaking of sports, this Monday, October 16th, is National Sports Day, a day chosen in October as baseball nears its completion with the World Series. Golfers take to the links just prior to winter. The hockey puck drops in preseason play while football is in the thick of things. So it's also a day where we recognize all sports, the usual and the unusual, like soapbox racing or underwater hockey or cheese rolling. What's that? You've never heard of cheese rolling? Oh my gosh, look it up on YouTube. National Sports Day also shines the spotlights on games that one might not think about playing or even watching here in the United States, such as rugby, lacrosse, or cricket. So this coming Monday, if you find the Cowboys-Chargers score to be a little too lopsided, consider digging a little deeper into the ESPN channels and watch BYU versus Oklahoma in NCAA women's soccer on ESPN+, or perhaps Highlight on ESPN3 as the Devils take on the Cyclones. Yes, go Devils. Coming up after the break, we turn the page to the features section. Ready? Get set. Go Mansfield. It's good for your heart. I'm Angel Biasati. We'll talk about it next. And Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Beth Steinke, and today we're going to answer some of the top questions that are asked about real estate on the Mansfield Real Estate Report. In this week's Cocktail of the Week, I'll be talking about a cocktail that's a well-crafted whiskey drink accented with oranges. We are Mansfield's only source for news, sports, and conversation. I'm Colleen Daniel, and this is About Mansfield. The housing market is evolving as interest rates rise to meet inflation. Speculation abounds as to what the future may hold. Do you have a trusted advisor? The Roger and Beth team at Century 21 Judge Fight should be your first call in all matters concerning real estate and the market. We specialize in residential real estate for both buyers and sellers. With industry partners across North America, our resources and expertise can turn the home you've been envisioning into a reality. Visit our website at homesinmansfield.com to learn more. That's homesinmansfield.com. I'm Philip Washington, Chief Investment Officer of Stonehill Wealth Management and host of the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. First book I read in college was Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and it changed my life. And since then, I've read tons and tons of books on money. And what I've done is taken those lessons, simplified them, and I talk about those lessons on my podcast, Wealth Building Made Simple. So come hang out with us. We're on every major platform, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and on YouTube. 
Wealth Building Made Simple. Congratulations to Carolee Wilson, who was the first person to correctly answer last week's Mansfield trivia question. How much does an annual freshwater fishing license cost for a Mansfield resident under 65 years of age? Carolee knew that an annual fishing license is required of any resident who fishes in the public waters of Texas, including within the Mansfield Park system, and it costs $30 a year for citizens under the age of 65. When we come back, this week's trivia question, this is about Mansfield. At Methodist Mansfield Medical Center, we've been caring for our home team for over 15 years. Today, you'll find award-winning physicians on the medical staff, advanced neurosurgery, a level three trauma center, critical care for newborns, and comprehensive orthopedic care. Methodist Mansfield, delivering the care our friends, neighbors, and home team depend on. That's community, and why so many people trust Methodist. Hey, it's Steve Casillo, and are you ready to make your voice heard? Want to bring out your ideas to life through captivating conversations and engaging visuals? Look no further than Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio, your one-stop destination for award-winning audio and video podcast recording. Equipped with cutting-edge microphones, crystal-clear audio recording, and high-definition cameras, we're here to turn your ideas into engrossing content. But it's not just about the equipment. We're dedicated to bringing out the best in your content. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, We're here to elevate your podcasting game. We'll even help you with intro music, transitions, voiceover, and that professional polish that sets your podcast apart. So whether you're into interviews, storytelling, or simply sharing your expertise, Podcast Mansfield can help bring your podcasting dreams to life. Visit podcastmansfield.com. Podcast Mansfield, we're creating your podcast masterpiece has never been easier. Hi, this is Joe Jenkins with Joe Jenkins Farmers Insurance, specializing in auto, home, commercial, and life insurance. I was born and raised here in Mansfield, Texas. We're active in the community, and Mansfield's a town we really care about. Our office has over 30 years' experience in the insurance industry, and we're passionate about what we do and about customer service. For a free quote, please visit our website at joejenkinsinsurance.com or give us a call at 817-472-6058. Once again, that website is joejenkinsinsurance.com. It is time right now for the highly coveted, wildly popular About Mansfield trivia question. If you are the first person to email the correct answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com, you will receive a $25 gift card to a Mansfield restaurant of your choice. It's brought to you by Joe Jenkins Insurance. Whether you're looking for homeowners, auto, commercial, or any other type of insurance, Joe has helped Mansfield area residents understand the insurance coverage that best fit their needs since 2010. You can find them on the internet at joejenkinsinsurance.com. Colleen, let's get to this week's question. Well, Steve, Mansfield used to have a full-service gas station at the corner of Broad and Main Street. The grand opening in June of 1951 featured young ladies giving away carnations and balloons. After 50 years, the family-owned full-service filling station was closed. This week's trivia question is... What was the name of the full-service filling station that occupied the corner of Main and Broad Streets for 50 years? Email your answer to trivia at aboutmansfield.com. Again, what was the name of the full-service filling station that occupied the corner of Main and Broad Streets for 50 years? 
Good luck. And thanks to Joe Jenkins Insurance for the gift card. Hi, I'm Michelle Newsom, Mansfield School Board Trustee, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield, your audio newspaper. Let's open up the features section. Angel Biasati is here to talk about an upcoming event that's good for your heart in Methodist Mansfield News to Know. Angel? Anyone can be at risk for heart disease. It's the number one killer of both men and women in the United States. But it's also one of the diseases we can actually help prevent. One of the easiest things you can do is to get moving. 30 minutes of walking a day can improve your health by reducing your risk for heart disease and improve your blood pressure. It's one small step everyone can do. Join me and let's step out for heart health at the 9th Annual Methodist Mansfield Run With Heart. Lace up your sneakers for the USTAF chip-timed half-marathon 5K or one-mile fun run or walk. The races kick off at 7.30 a.m. on Saturday, November 4th at the hospital. All proceeds benefit cardiology services at Methodist Mansfield. To register, go to MethodistMansfieldRunWithHeart.org. The event is more than just a fun run. It's a celebration of community health and a commitment to innovation. It reflects our engagement with the local community and our dedication to treating patients like family. Putting our hearts alongside friends and neighbors is community. Pledge yourself to better heart health. A little physical exercise can go a long way in life. It increases oxygen and blood flow to the muscles, reduces tension and stress. It helps to lower blood pressure, reduce stress, build strong bones, and increase your heart and lung capacity. That's Methodist Mansfield News to Know. I'm Angel Biasati reporting for the About Mansfield podcast. Realtor Beth Steinke is here to answer some of the top questions that are asked about real estate in the Mansfield real estate market update. Beth? Today, I am starting a series with the top questions and answers people want to know about buying or selling real estate. Let's start with the buying process. Number one, how do I start the home buying process? I recommend connecting with a knowledgeable realtor from the very beginning. They will begin the education process during that initial consultation and help guide you to the right lender for your particular situation. They will be your priceless go-to from start to finish. And as an added bonus, their entire job is to help you make your housing dreams come true. Question number two, what should I consider when choosing a location? Selecting the right location is a crucial part of the decision-making process when buying a home. To make an informed choice, think about your daily commute, the quality of local schools, neighborhood safety, access to amenities like the grocery store, parks, movie theaters, and healthcare facilities, and the potential for future property value growth. Take time to explore different neighborhoods and envision your lifestyle within them, as lifestyle needs are critical. Are you looking for a traditional neighborhood or a mini farm? Dreaming of a large chicken coop or fun neighborhood gatherings? Your realtor will help identify locations and areas that meet your needs. Number three, 
How much can I afford to spend on a house? Determining how much you can afford involves a detailed financial assessment. It's not just about the purchase price of the house. I like to say it this way. You don't live in the price. You live in the payment month after month after month. Calculate your budget by considering your down payment, which typically ranges from 3 to 20% of the home's price, monthly mortgage payments, property taxes, homeowner's insurance, and ongoing maintenance costs. It's vital to ensure that your housing costs remain within a comfortable percentage of your monthly income to maintain financial stability. Go back and take another listen to the About Mansfield episode number 171 for a more in-depth answer on this frequently asked buyer question. All right, let's move on to question number four. What's the difference between a pre-qualification and a pre-approval? Pre-qualification and pre-approval are both preliminary steps in securing a mortgage, but they serve very different purposes. A pre-qualification is a basic assessment of your financial situation based on self-reported information, such as your income and expenses. It gives you a general idea of what you might be able to afford. Pre-approval, on the other hand, involves a thorough review of your financial documents by a lender. It results in a specific loan amount that you are qualified to borrow, making you a more attractive buyer to sellers. We do not work with buyers who have pre-qualifications only, nor would we accept an offer based solely on a pre-qualification. It's a fine step if you are not a serious buyer, but if you are, there's no reason why not to start with a full pre-approval. Question five, how do I make an offer on a house? Crafting a compelling offer on a house requires careful consideration and a lot of information being shared between you and your realtor and a lot of choices to be made. Your real estate agent will help you draft an offer that includes not just the proposed purchase price, but also any contingencies like home inspections, financing, appraisal, and a timeline for closing. This document outlines the terms and conditions under which you intend to buy the property and serves as a starting point for negotiations with the seller. These first few questions are just getting us warmed up on our list, so be sure to join me over the next few weeks as we continue our dive into the frequently asked questions when buying and selling a house. Do you have a real estate question I can answer? Send me a message via email to info at aboutmansfield.com. For the About Mansfield podcast, I'm Beth Steinke with Century 21 Judge Fight. Shaken or stirred, either way, you know it's always good, as Brian Certain serves up whiskey and oranges in the cocktail of the week. Brian. This week's cocktail of the week is the Man o' War. The Man o' War is a bourbon-based cocktail that draws its name from the famous racehorse renowned for its speed and its spirit. And we're going to harness those qualities in a mixed drink featuring Treaty Oaks Ghost Hill Bourbon, sweet and dry vermouth, lemon juice, orange curacao liqueur, and giving us a nicely balanced citrus-kissed bourbon cocktail. But don't worry about taking notes. I'll be always posting all the ingredients and instructions on bourbongospel.com. So for ingredients, you're going to need two ounces of Treaty Oaks Ghost Hill Bourbon. You're going to need three-fourths of an ounce of sweet vermouth. You're going to need a half ounce of dry vermouth. You're going to need a half ounce of fresh, always fresh lemon juice and a quarter ounce of orange curacao liqueur. Curacao is an orange flavored liqueur made from the dry peels of the Lajara citrus fruit grown on the island of Curacao. It's a sweet yet slightly bitter orange taste profile. 
Um, the best versions are like Pierre Ferrand Dry Curacao, which offers bright, concentrated citrus flavors to cocktails without being overly sugary, like a triple sec can sometimes do. So to make the cocktail, you're going to add the bourbon, the sweet vermouth, the dry vermouth, the lemon juice, and the curacao into a mixing glass filled with ice. Stir vigorously with a bar spoon for 30 to 45 seconds until properly chilled, and then you're going to strain into a chilled coupe glass. You're then going to express the oils from an arm twist over the drink and use as garnish. The result is a balanced, spirit-forward bourbon cocktail with nice citrus overtones. The Ghost Hill bourbon provides a solid backbone with its slightly spicy oak-driven flavor. Both sweet and dry vermouth add herbaceous complexity, and while the lemon juice offers the bright acidity. The orange curacao ties it all together with its sweet yet bitter orange essence, marrying nicely with the bourbon's vanilla and caramel notes. Overall, the Man of War delivers a smooth drinking experience with a nice, spirituous heat. The citrus oils from the twist pull all the flavors together with a bright, refreshing sip. You can enjoy this bourbon cocktail before dinner, along a nice steak, or anytime you're craving a well-crafted whiskey drink accented with orange. As always, I'm open to hear your take and your input. You can reach me at brian at bourbongospel.com. And until next week, as Mark Twain said, too much of anything is bad, but too much whiskey is barely enough. Reporting for About Mansfield, I'm Brian Certain. We're back in 60 seconds with the conclusion of Steve's in-studio interview with Mariposas de Mansfield. Hey, it's Steve Casillo. When we all remember the storm that blew through our town back in June that pelted this community with baseball-sized hail, it did a ton of damage around Mansfield, including my own roof. Regular listeners to About Mansfield have heard Paul Duncan's commercials for Trinity Roofing and Construction. And after the storm, I reached out to him and, boy, am I glad that I did. From the first call to Paul to working with the crew leader, the scheduling department, and the entire construction team, and how it all played out with my insurance company, working with Trinity Roofing and Construction was a breeze. It's easy to see why they were a platinum preferred contractor with Owens Corning with an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. So if you're thinking on replacing your roof... Look no further than Trinity Roofing and Construction. They're a Mansfield-based company, and you can find them on the web at trinityroofingconstruction.com. Again, that's trinityroofingconstruction.com. This is Randall Kennedy, and you're listening to About Mansfield. Welcome back to About Mansfield. I'm Steve Casillo as we make the transition from news to talk. And in the studio today, it is the conclusion of our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month with Mariposas de Mansfield's Jessica Sanchez and Natalie Rivas. Enjoy. Mexican food, <laughs> I, yeah. which my all-time favorite. So we could talk hours just talking about food, but uh, what are some of the favorites uh, so from your family? My all-time favorite, we don't make it, but we buy it, is barbacoa. Mm. Um, and so that is just, the meat is just so tender and... Um, you could have it in a taco. You could have it by yourself. You Where does barbacoa come from? I was going to say, explain to our listeners yeah. what what is <laughs> the cowhead. The is cowhead. cowhead. Okay. Yes. Uh huh. So yes. um, and so that's why it's so fine and just very tender soft. and soft. Would and that, it also takes about a day to cook because it's slow cooked. Because mm-hmm. it's slow cooked. Uh, would that also be then part of uh, cabeza? Is also yes. would that be part of uh, of, bar- of barbacoa? barbacoa. Mm-hmm. 
I did not yes. know that. And I've had Me barbacoa either. many times. Mm-hmm. I've always strayed away from lingua, which is cow tongue. Cow tongue. Just because... No, you can't do that. No? Cow tongue is the best. It's a yeah. delicacy. <laughs> okay. Now, and, and I've always strayed away from cabeza. Just because it's like, eh, it's part of the head. But I've had barbacoa many times, not not knowing. It's really, yeah. it's from the head mm-hmm. of the cow. Mm-hmm. And and you mentioned it's slow cooked. It um, then I've had barbacoa tacos. Is there any other way to serve barbacoa? Um, I mean, like I'll eat them for breakfast with eggs. I'll scramble eggs in it uh, with... Gordita. Uh, yeah, you can eat it in a gordita. You can... Quesadilla. Yeah, on a quesadilla. On nachos. <laughs> nachos. <laughs> you, could, you could just have it on anything. Depends on how you make the tortilla. That's pretty much it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whether it's rolled or folded. Exactly. <laughs> and fried, fried or yeah. warmed up on a comal. Oh <laughs> in El Salvador, now knowing that in, in, in Mexico, there are different types of sauces or salsas. You've got red and you've got green. You've got mole. You've got, uh, mm-hmm. help me out in, in El Salvador. Do Are, are sauces also a, a, a popular part of the meal? So for us, I'm going to have, we don't eat spicy. Okay. We don't eat spicy. We're not a, a, a just a pepper country like Mexico is. Yeah. yeah. Um, we... Our foods are always, um, like I said, the roots, you know, going back in the roots and um, herbs and plants and leaves and and nuts and seeds and all that stuff. So pretty much any of our food is going to be based in... um, on that. So there's this thing that you can buy at Fiesta or any Latin supermarket called Relajo. I don't know if you've ever mm-hmm. seen it. It's Relajo. So in, in English, it translates to a mess. Relajo is a mess. <laughs> but in this bag, there is uh, pumpkin seeds, peanuts, sesame seeds, bay leaves, um, all sorts of other seeds. There's green um, squash seed, um, just a bunch of seeds and, and that is basically the base of pretty much all the food that we eat. So in that, if you're making tamale, you can, um, with that, you can add the tomato, um, and the onion and, um, the garlic and you, you know, you toast the seeds and you blend it. And that's the, the base for that. Um, if you're making, uh, 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 what is it? Pan de pollo, same thing that relajo. So any of our food is going to be based on seeds, nuts, leaves, plants. Like I said, the loroco, bay Uh leaves. Um, we have this thing called, uh, yerba mora, which is my mom is currently like, bulk growing it in our backyard right now but (laughs) it's this um little leaf just filled with iron um it's like almost metal tasting yeah but uh yeah you can add that to anything and let's let's go back to pan de pollo Uh, chicken bread (laughs) so pan de pollo is yeah basically have you ever seen a cuban torta Yes. But okay. not really. So <laughs> <laughs> probably not. Is, so not. yeah, so the bolillo, right? right? And then the the chicken is cooked in that base that I was talking about. You add beets to it. You add um this um uh I guess dressing, but it's made out of shredded carrots, shredded cabbage, um 
and a little bit of mayonnaise and a little bit of mustard. Um, that's like the little, I guess, dressing that you put on it. It has beets, cucumber, um, tomato, and um, yeah, a bunch of other, I, I don't I don't know, vegetables. And yeah, it's just a sandwich, super messy. It's meant to be eaten and, you know, you can't wear nice clothes when you're eating it because yeah. it's just... Like a sloppy joe. Yeah, kind of like a sloppy joe. But chicken. But chicken. And it's so delicious. <laughs> and it's only for special occasions, so... If someone wanted Salvadorian food here in Oof. Mansfield or Oof. or the area... <laughs> There's a place in Grand Prairie. Uh, where can I get some pupusas? If you're looking for real authentic pupusas, you got to come to my... No, I'm just kidding. I'll go to Natalie's house. <laughs> no, um, I would probably recommend making your way to Irving. Honestly, oh, to, okay, Irving. that's where the biggest Salvadorian community is. And um, just, I wouldn't recommend anywhere where, um, I don't know, just... I don't want to sound so negative, but Irving is probably where you're going to yeah. have to go <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if you want and some good stuff. <laughs> Jessica, do you have a favorite Mexican restaurant in town? Um, in Mansfield, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no? Okay. <laughs> what? How does the music differ from, from El Salvador to Mexico? In Mexico, there's all different types of music, right? Mm-hmm. So just like here in the U.S., there's right. all different kinds. There's country, there's rock, there's you know, rap, all, you know, whatever. There's that in Mexico too. Um, so they have Norteñas, which is pretty much like country music. Mm-hmm. Um, they have cumbias. Um, I mean, mariachis are really big out there too. But, you know, so they have rock and espanol. So they have Spanish rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have all different kinds of... Spanish have, rap? They do have Spanish rap. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spanish rap. They have... Um, Pop music in Spanish, like Rebelde and, you know, things like the groups like that. But yeah, so it's very, very diverse as well. El Salvador. Uh, I feel like because our country is so small, we're very influenced musically by all the other countries. So uh, when my mom talks about the music she listened to when she was younger, it was Luis Miguel. It was, mm-hmm. you know, um, the 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 just worldwide known people. Um, but if I would have to go and like pinpoint, like if I'm imagining, uh, I don't know if this is like prejudice or anything, but if I'm imagining a Mexican band, right. And a Salvadorian band, um, the Mexican band is going to have like a mariachi tone, right. Salvadorian band is going to be more tropical. So, um, they're going to be more like Caribbean, Caribbean, more like, uh, the songs that they played in the event, cumbias, that the, the songs that I was singing to you at the event, that's Salvadorian music. Um, the last, uh, entertainment um set we had at our event played a little bit a few uh salvadorian songs so um that is the way that i would distinguish them but like i said um in el salvador you're gonna hear all the mexican artists all um i don't know reggaeton artists Mm -hmm. even english yeah you said with a more tropical feel uh, i'm thinking steel drums i'm thinking marimbas yeah um, cowbells uh the little fish that you, the, yeah. you, you yeah, which is a gyro. I have no idea. Um, I'm <laughs> but a, yeah, I'm yeah. a musician, so yeah. oh, okay. I, I kind of have to know these things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so exactly that. That's that. It's going to have that kind of uh, tone connotation to it. Okay, yeah. like 
Jimmy Buffett in Spanish. I'm sad <laughs> to say it, I don't know the, who that is. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but with a little more rhythm. Yeah. With a little more, okay. <laughs> a little more shake. <laughs> All right. Uh, what do you feel is the most important part of either one of your cultures? Really, you know what's really beautiful, and I really love all the colors. And this would be Jessica from Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm. the folklorico mm-hmm. tradition. The folklorico tradition is just so beautiful. The dances, the coronation, the um, chivalry of a yes. folklorico mm-hmm. is so beautiful that I feel like when I think of Mexico, a party in the streets, I see these beautiful dresses and colors and hair pieces that just will light up a town. From the stories that uh, my parents tell me, my mom, my dad, and you know other family members, it was always, um, I guess, like thriving doing whatever you can to survive, to thrive and mm-hmm. persevere, actually, not just survive, but, you know, go beyond that. Um, just the stories that my mom would tell me uh, about her mom, just finding whatever she could do to earn some money for them to survive. And, you know, you all those people that have uh, immigrated here um, for a better life. I mean, of course, that's any uh, Latin America, American country. Um, but I feel like when I go to El Salvador, they will get anything and make it something. So I, I remember there's this tree, um, like the horse apple tree, right? You don't use horse apples. They just fall and you, they go back to earth. And I mean, you don't really, so there's that kind of tree, not in that same, but there's this kind of tree in El Salvador and you don't use that for anything. You don't use, let's say the apple for anything, but that apple has a really hard shell. So these, um, just indigenous people that didn't have anything else to make a living where they lived around these trees started making bowls, started making earrings, started making just anything. And this tree was like everywhere. And these apples would fall and you would just discard them and they would just go to waste. But now there's cups and bowls and, and, and just making something out of anything and, and being resourceful. Yeah. Very resourceful. Um, the food over there, if you don't have, um, you know, if you're not making a living, if you don't have a career, you start making food at your house and selling it to your neighbors. Um, you start making tamales and you start making the pupusas and you start knocking on people's doors. Um, you know, even in the hotels where we're at, people would come in their little bikes and try to sell you uh, quesadillas, which for us, is a, it's a kind of sweet bread. Um, but just anything. So always looking to, um, you know, persevere. Is there any advice or any piece of wisdom that you would have to the Mansfield listener who may not have a grasp, may not have the complete knowledge of the the Mexican or the Salvadorian uh, heritage? I think my biggest nugget of wisdom is going to be allow your children to read bilingual books. Mm. Really get kids... Kids learn languages a lot faster than adults, and the Spanish language um, goes all across, you know, North America, South America, Central America, and it's really a language that I think that it doesn't matter that you're Hispanic or not, it should be a language that you learn. 
Um, and I think that as people in Mansfield, we need to embrace bilingual books. We need to embrace um, we need to embrace the bilingual teachers um, and really get our kids more in tune with that language. Yeah, I think that that that, that is just going to be super important as I mean as our nation just becomes more and more diverse. Um, being bilingual, I believe, is really important. Knowing more than one language makes you more valuable. Yes. We, oh, about seven or eight years ago, we hosted an exchange student from Finland. Mm. Finland is, uh, the, the country of Finland hosts one of the top five educational systems in the world. Wow. By now, well, when they are born, they are learned. Uh, they are brought into the the Finnish language, which is one of the most difficult languages to learn in the world. By second grade, they're introducing English. By fourth grade, they're introducing German. Wow. The um, this this young lady came over to to America at seventeen years old, being fluent in five languages. Wow, and that kind of made me feel pretty small mm-hmm. with only knowing one, yeah, maybe and one half. and a half <laughs> <laughs> languages yes. uh, that, that someone, and, and the opportunities when you know not just two languages, when you know five languages, when you, it opens up, um, anyway, I digress. Any words of wisdom for the Mansfield residents out there from the Salvadorian perspective? Um, well, I I feel like I could speak on behalf of the Hispanic. Uh, let me speak on behalf of like the Hispanic community, okay. the Hispanic culture, um, speaking to the average Mansfield, Mansfieldian, right? Um, I would say that this is a ever-changing society. It's constantly morphing and changing into something different. Um, new pieces of information are coming in. Um, uh, different cultures, languages. Um, everything is always changing. Everything. Um, there's. It's just always changing. There, there's never got. There, it's never going to stop changing. So I would say, don't be scared. I feel. Oh, I feel like a lot of people um, react certain ways to certain cultures because of fear, because of what they've been taught. So I feel like everybody, not only the Hispanic community um, who we educate, but everybody else should, you know, be educating themselves. And would you say fear comes from lack of knowledge? Absolutely. Absolutely. Lack of education, lack of not, you know learning otherwise, you know, having a certain thought in your head about a certain piece of information and not trying to seek uh, different answers or or different reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I was talking to uh, a a few people um, a few weeks ago, but uh, they had a negative perspective on our Hispanic culture. And I told them, I've traveled many countries in the military and out of the military. I've traveled traveled many countries and I've only felt unwelcome in the United States. Hmm. 
Japan, Thailand, China, wherever I've been, the Middle East, you know, even if they were a little aggressive towards military members, they were still very accepting of other cultures. There was Brazilian restaurants. There was, yeah, just all sorts of different, you know, cultures there. And they were very accepting. So uh, the fear that people feel... um, If they keep on coming to our events specifically, you'll get to see the colors, the music, the food, and you'll see that there's nothing really scary about that. Never have we had an event and something scary happened, have we? (laughs) No. Okay. We've only ever had real fun. So, (laughs) And I I should have mentioned this an hour ago. Uh, Thank you to both of you for serving our country in the military. Thank you. That, uh, again, uh, Jessica, you were in the... Air Force. In the Air Force. Mm -hmm. And Natalie... Navy. The the Navy. Mm -hmm. Both of you, I would assume you... Well, Natalie, you mentioned you've been all over the world. Uh, Did... Did the Air Force take you all over the world no, as well? No, Jessica was in Colorado in California. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was uh, skiing in on the Central Coast. Oh, nice. <laughs> I, I, um, I served in Space Command, which is now Space Force. Yeah. <laughs> so if I would have stayed in and retired, I would have retired from Space Force. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Interesting little thing there. Yep. <laughs> Let's get back into the Mighty Posas. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. When's your next event? What, what do you uh, What do you got planned? So as of right now, we've we've been in the talks of uh, possibly doing the Veterans Day parade. Um, and so what we do is we try to bring Hispanic veterans mm-hmm. to be a part of that parade with us. Um, Natalie led it last year. I unfortunately was out of town, but Natalie led it last year, and it was amazing. We want to try to have a flow and you know just. Um, show people that there are Hispanic women in the military. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. so uh, I think that that might be our next event. Other than that, our next big event would probably be Arts Week. But we're always in communication with the schools and um, Mansfield Mission. And um, like I said, the city with Veterans Day or other separate types of of, uh, holidays um, where we want to be involved and we want to show our presence. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be we want to represent basically. Mm-hmm. If someone wanted more information about the the Mariposas, if they wanted to uh, maybe join, I don't know if you have membership in your your nonprofit or, but I certainly know you have a Facebook group. How can they find out more information about the Mariposas? Absolutely. So on Facebook, we have a page that you can go and like, and you know, get more information about our events. But if you want to get involved and volunteer or be a part of any of the events that we do have, um, you can join our group. It's also Mariposas the Mansfield. So when you search it, two things will come up, the page that you can like or the group that you can join. Um, and in the group is where we discuss a little bit more of like our ideas, what we want to do, where we get volunteers uh, to help us with our events or even to give us ideas on on what we should be doing. Um, then um, then we also have our website, mariposasthemansfield.com. What can we find on that website? Merch. Merch. <laughs> Love it. Yes, you can find merch. Um, we are we are a nonprofit, so we're a 501c3. Um, really, our, our big goal with having our events is going to be to support the Hispanic community. Um, this year, we're looking into getting doing a grant for one of the small businesses that has been a part of our events. And so 
right now, you know, anything that we do, we're not profiting off of it. It's not anything for us. It's really just to introduce our culture to Mansfield. Yeah. So in that, um, you know, we we have to be very, very thankful to everybody involved, uh, especially our volunteers that also don't get paid, you know. Um, me and Jessica chose to, you know, be the heads of this organization. So we have to do a little bit of sacrificing. But uh, nobody else needs to sacrifice anything, and they still do. They sacrifice their time, their talents, um, constantly in all of our events. They're always backing us. We've never asked for help and not received it. Mm-hmm. Um, as well from, you know, the community response, uh, we wouldn't be able to have these events if none of these people showed up. It's hundreds of people that support us um, in every event we've had. So just I want to make sure I recognize Absolutely. those two little parts, um, very vital, if not the most vital part of our organization. Is there anything that you want to add? We've only got a couple of minutes left here uh, before we we part ways. Uh, is there anything that maybe a, a shout out to someone or if there's something that, that you wanted to include that, that uh, we didn't get uh, uh, get into? Is there anything you want to say before we, uh, we say goodbye? I think, um, just like Natalie said, a big thank you to our volunteers, but really to the city of Mansfield mm-hmm. um, for allowing us to come in and just out of the blue say, hey, we want to have an event, and then backing us mm-hmm. and saying, yes, where have y'all been? We are yeah. here for you. Specifically, Rosalie Gilbert. Yeah. Um, the very first day that I met with her and I sat down with her, she was just 100% support. Um, she uh, saw our vision and she, you know told us that that's what the city needed. And um, because of her is why we've started this communication with the city of Mansfield. Mm-hmm. So if there's a shout out um, to be given, it's probably to to her. To her. Shout out <laughs> yes. to Rosie. Yes. Nice. Rosie. <laughs> All right. Jessica Sanchez and uh, your family from Mexico. Natalie uh, Rivas, uh, your family from El Salvador. Yes. Thanks for sharing about your heritage, your your food, your 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 love of your uh, of, of your culture. And uh, uh, if someone is interested in the uh, the mari- mariposas, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, mariposas means butterflies. <laughs> yes. And M A R I P O S A S, mariposas de Mansfield. Go check them out and. Uh, We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you at the Veteran Day, Veterans Day parade if uh, if not before. Thanks yeah, for being on yeah. About Mansfield. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. Coming up next week on About Mansfield, we will talk with award-winning author of the Longmire series of books, Craig Johnson, and we will tell you how you can meet him in person. In the meantime, this is the place where you will hear the latest Mansfield news, sports, and conversation. Until then, don't forget to like, follow, subscribe, share, love, or support this podcast if you haven't already so you never miss an episode. It's free and it's easy. Head on over to our website, aboutmansfield.com. Right there on the homepage, enter your email address. We will never send you any spam. We promise. About Mansfield is recorded at Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio. Hosts, Steve Casillo and Colleen Daniel. Moment with the Mayor feature, Michael Evans. Methodist Mansfield News to Know, Angel Biasati. Mansfield Real Estate Market Update, Beth Steinke. Cultural Arts Calendar, Tim Roberts. Cocktail of the Week, Brian Certain. 
post-production editing, mixing, and mastering, Steve Casillo and Andrew Miner. This podcast is copyrighted by Podcast Mansfield Recording Studio for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this podcast without written consent is prohibited. We thank you all for listening. On behalf of the entire news team, I'm Steve Casillo, and this... is about Mansfield.